Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dwayne Ollie. I welcome to you to the Ninjas of Another Color podcast. Folks, how you doing? This is Dwayne. Uh, we have some great topics today, such as Invincible Season 1, the NFL Draft, the Falcons Draft Grade, and Mortal Kombat. Also, we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier turns into Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Stick around. Alright, let's start off with the NFL Draft. Uh, with the number one pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars selected Trevor Lawrence. Number two, the Jets. Pick Zach Wilson and a stunner. The 49ers passed on Mac Jones and they selected Trey Lance. Hey, buddy. That was the... I thought they were going with Mac Jones to face the system. Plug and play. And Jimmy Garoppolo's on notice. He got one year to get his act together. And he's out of there. And we... Go to number four, where, yes, my Atlanta Falcons pick Kyle Pitts. Controversial pick? I don't think so. Uh, generational talent, upgrade the pass catching, and possible Julio replacement. Hope they don't replace Julio until the end of his contract, which is three years away. They should be a playoff team uh, by then. Then we have the Bengals, who passed up on Penny Sewell. Uh, I wish we would have caught Penny Sewell to fix the offensive line, but we did a good job. Uh, Penny, uh, they gave Jamar Chase. Then the Miami Dolphins selected Jalen Waller for Alabama. Then Penny Sewell dropped to the Lions. Then we have the Carolina Panthers with J.C. Horn. Uh, Patrick Jutan, the second, goes to Denver. Uh, Heisman Trophy winner goes to number 10 with the Eagles, who traded with, I think, the Cowboys. Did they? Did they? Uh, did that pick? I don't think they did. Yeah, they did. They did swap with the enemy. The Philadelphia Eagles traded back. No, the Cowboys traded back to number 12. But the Bears. Bears made a bold move. Came up and got Justin Fields. He's with the Chicago Bears. But GM and the whole coach on the hot seat. So they went, went swing for the fences. Then we have the best. Uh, they say the best and welcome back yes we were at Michael Parsons at 12 the Cowboys made a trade with Dallas and Philadelphia via Miami via San Francisco so they go back to 12 to get one of the best pass rushers in the draft then the Chargers get the second best offensive lineman with Sean Slater. I know they're happy about that. Then we got the Jets who picked up a guard, Mary Tucker. Then the Patriots got their man, Mac Jones, at number 15. And then the Cardinals picked a linebacker out of Tulsa, Zayden Collins. Then we have the stretch, and I mean the stretch of the first round. Alex Linwood, offensive tackle from Alabama. Then Miami takes another Jalen, Jalen Phillips from the U. Uh, good knee. Then the Washington football team 
selected Jamie, Jamie Davis out of Kentucky. Uh, I think I know his father off of Facebook. Uh, then we have the Giants. Karis Tony out of Florida. They traded. That's one of the trades they traded back. Then we have Quentin Pye from Michigan that goes to Indianapolis. Caleb Farley goes to the Titans. Uh, he's the best man corner in the, the draft, but he is coming off of two kind of two back surgeries. We'll see if this is a, a reach in the first round. Then we have offensive the third offensive tackle, Christian Johnson of Virginia Tech. Then we have the first running back taken out of Alabama, Najee Harris. Uh, Steelers should have went quarterback, should have went offensive line, but they said all they do is pick first rounders. Then we have the Jaguars again. Travis Etienne reunited with his college quarterback. Then we have the Browns get Greg Nason the second uh, out of Northwestern. Then we have Rashawn Bateman for the Ravens. Hopefully that will not want them to trade with Atlanta to get Julio. Then we have Peyton Turner a defensive end with the Saints. Then we have uh, probably what the third or fourth corner that the Green Bay Packers out of Georgia they could have went with Asante Samuel out of Florida State or his running mate at Georgia itself and then we have Greg Wilson out of the U then we have can't pronounce the name out of Penn State and then the final pick of the first round Joe Tarn out of Washington goes to the Super Bowl champs and we're back here we go with the first draft between Arthur Brink, sorry, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. Uh, I gave him a grade A for all the picks they got. In the first round, we got Kyle Pitts. Uh, second round, we got Rashidi Grant. Third round, Jalen Mayfield. Fourth, Darren Hall. Fifth, Drew Dolman. Twan Grant. Then we have... Notre Dame defensive end, A.V. Williams, and then we have Frank Darby. I think this team can and will go back to the playoffs next year. As long as they do not trade Julio. Julio will be the key for this offense being a top five offense. As I've always said, the Falcons' problem is that they had a predictable scheme and the previous regime did not adjust. That's why the comesbacks... All last year were the same thing. Build a big lead and you're unable to stop because the other team adjusted to what you're doing and they never adjusted back. So my prediction is with this with this draft class and keeping Julio Jones, that's the key again, keeping Julio Jones, this will be a 10-win team. It is now May 2nd. 2021, yes, the Atlanta Falcons will be a playoff team as long as they keep Julio. Book it. And we're back. Our next topic is Invincible Season 1. This show is not for kids. Uh, I think it's an awesome grade A show that people can just unadulterated violence, just let go and just See it for what it is. It is a violent family show. It shows you that 
if Superman came to Earth and didn't think that humans were worthy, that show is a reflection of that. Even though he had a family, he still was the most powerful man in the universe. And he came to conquer, but they played the long game. They, he got a wife, he had a kid, but still, still blended in. And I think it's a worthy watch. Uh, don't watch it with the kids. And I hope season two and three are just like this because it's going to make a lot of money. And we're back. Uh, now we're reviewing Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was head scratcher. It was kind of a prequel because it didn't have Johnny Cage. By the end of the movie, they showed Johnny Cage. But the fight scenes were probably the only thing that will make you go and watch that movie. Uh, I give it a 2 out of 5. And I suggest that you, if you can get it, for free you watch it for free don't go to the movie theaters no yes do not go to the movie theaters and see this unless you get a free ticket uh it's a great prequel to show you how scorpion and sub-zero came into effect and hopefully the next movie will be written better and it's a direct to dvd movie not even blu-ray and I can keep it at that again. If you have a free ticket, please take the free ticket. Uh, even with the special effects, still a 2 out of 5. And do not see it in the movie theater. Thank you. And we're back. We're going to review Godzilla vs. Kong. This is an awesome smash up movie. <coughs> I think that we are destined for a good series. Even though I think... They made Godzilla the the hero in this one because he smashed Kong to bits twice. Uh, we have to dispense our belief system that if you can go go through a special passage in the let's say Antarctica and with yeah special devices, but when Godzilla just sent to someone in the middle of the earth he go ahead and he just bores a hole and Kong comes up like I said it's a great smash my movie you can take the kids uh, Godzilla I mean Kong learns how to sign language uh, the battle on the on the ocean was epic great movie give it a 4 out of 5 just on that and great DVD movie, great, I think it's a great family movie, and yep, that gets a watch on my, my room, and we're back, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a good series, it started out with action in the first 15 minutes on episode 1, the arrow stunt shows his skills are superb, red wing displays, Red Wing displays all the gifts that they brought. One of the characters 
from the Captain America Winter Soldier known as Leaper, a.k.a. John St. Pierre. The Flag Smashers were introduced with a great smash and grab. Bodhi's camera was cool. Sam turned the shield to the shield due to he was afraid of taking the mantle of Captain America. Which shows that he was... It kind of showed that he wasn't ready for the full mantle. Uh, after he turns it in, I uh, guess what the the government did. They gave it to future agent, U.S. agent. Yeah, Sam felt betrayed. Yeah, this shows that he is human and still not overlosing his friend. But is Cap dead? Is Cap on the moon? I think Cap is on the moon, and you'll see him in the Secret Wars. Um, this story was about Bucky and Sam dealing with loss of their friend. Even though Bucky was pardoned, he was still going through the motions of becoming a hero, and he needed Sam in his life to go ahead and make it okay to talk, because he wasn't talking to the the court mandated psychotherapist uh, he was just in there just going through the motions um, this was a great TV show uh, current current day uh, implications um, the leaper made a made a another the leaper came back later in the episodes to cement his character uh, Sharon yeah she was the power broker yeah and then they Sam unwittingly gave her a pardon to wreak havoc in the Marvel Universe the vibranium wings were the most awesomest thing that I've seen this year and where in May um, this is a great 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 show that leads up to what Captain America 4 where Sam is Captain America and the same writer from Falcon and Winter Shoulder is writing the script for Captain America 4 so I gives it two thumbs up and we're waiting for Loki and the Bad Batch yes Loki Bad Batch and Black Widow uh, this summer will be really great and I'm looking forward to the Bad Batch, which is going to be on what? May the 4th, and May the 4th be with you. And then we have Loki in June, my birthday, and again, Bad Batch, May the 4th be with you.